Hi, everybody. So today I bring you a very special episode. My producer David invited me to be on his podcast, Piecing It Together, where we talk about our top five favorite movie food scenes. So I hope you enjoy. It's really fun. So today on the show, we are doing something a little bit different. Uh, we've got a crossover with Stephanie Barajas from All Rice No Beans. Stephanie, uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, David. I'm so excited to finally be in an episode of Piecing It Together. Yeah, right? This is uh, a long time coming. And I know we've talked about doing this particular theme, this particular idea for you know a little while now. And uh, I, I think it makes so much sense as something we can do while we're stuck at home during this crazy quarantine. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> and it brought back so much memory. Right? Yeah. I mean, I we, we said it. So to tell the listeners what we're doing, we are going to be talking, instead of just the usual piecing it together, we're going to be talking about food. Because, of course, All Rice, No Beans is a, a food podcast. You uh, run a restaurant, Lindo Michoacan. And so I thought it would be a uh, perfect opportunity to talk about some of our favorite food moments in movies. Yeah. And so thinking back on them, uh, I mean, my list, I could have easily done 10. Mm -hmm. I could have done more. I mean, I, but I, you know, I wanted to keep it to a manageable number. Uh, but uh, so we're going to do our five favorite food moments in movies. And, uh, you know, before we get into the list, I, I got to say, this was a difficult thing to narrow down. Um, I don't know how it was for you, but... I mean, there's just so many, and then it like kind of comes down to: are we are we thinking about how delicious the food looks, mm -hmm. or are we talking about how good the scene is? Uh, did did you have any any particular process you had in mind while you were starting to think about these movies? Yes, David. So the way I pick, because you're right, there's so many, so many amazing food scenes. So the way I did it was food scenes that related to me kind of that brought back mm. memories to me that involved food also you know so mm. things movies that I can relate to you know and that like show food in a way that everybody can relate to that so that's how how kind of I picked them so it was mm -hmm. like my favorite food scenes and that they're relatable to me sure okay well this is going to be great um and it's I have a feeling I don't know. I, I feel like my list is kind of all over the place, but yeah, I think too. it's going to be a lot of fun talking about it. So why, why don't we jump into your first Ooh, okay. uh, food movie memory? What, what do you got? Okay. So my first is 1996 Matilda. Nice. Directed by Danny DeVito, of course. The amazing mm -hmm. Danny DeVito, who doesn't love him. And of course, it stars uh, Mara Wilson, who's Matilda, Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman. Pam Ferris and M. Beth Davids. I hopefully mm -hmm. I pronounced her name right. Um, and you know, Matilda's about a, a girl who is very smart. Uh, she is born into unfortunately a family that doesn't like appreciate her, like ignores her. So she learns to like take care of herself. She goes to the library, learns, is like obsessed with reading and like sees life differently. Her dad is like a shady car salesman and like her dad makes a comment to her that sticks with her like bad people should get punished for bad things and mm. so she does tricks on them she goes to school miss trunchbull 
Miss Trunchbull, whatever her name, <laughs> the principal, <laughs> the scary principal, you know? By the sure. way, it's funny how, like, seeing that movie now, before I was just like, Miss Trunchbull is a scary principal. But if you see the actress, like Pam Ferris, you're like, whoa, she did an amazing job, you know? Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. You know, so she goes to school and she does a lot of things. She has a great relationship with her teacher and they get adopted. But my food scene, I'm sure everybody is already guessing if they're a fan of Matilda, is Bruce eats chocolate cake. You remember <laughs> that scene, David? I think I think so. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen <laughs> Matilda, but I think I totally remember what you're talking about. Yeah, so Bruce, like Miss Trunchbull, makes her a uh, uh, assembly, like a special assembly. So she she's obviously evil. So she confronts little Brucey <laughs> if he ate her chocolate cake. And so he has to like, so she like tricks him into one slice of cake. So he eats it. So her punishment to him is she makes him eat a huge uh, cake that yeah. the uh, lunch lady cookie made, which is like, so the reason why I picked this scene is because I remember always watching the scene when I was little and being like, man, I wish I was Bruce at that moment, you know, <laughs> of course, ignoring the nasty old um, lunch lady with putting her sweat, blood and tears into that cake. But mm -hmm. like just seeing him eat that cake and like how good it was and like how like the class like pushed him to finish it and he finishes it. And then like Miss Trunchbull gets to play and breaks it on his head. You know, like to me, that scene will forever live on. And like to me, that scene means Matilda, like and me just being like, God, I wish I was Bruce. Yeah, I, I love I love it that that's the takeaway that we we take from it is I, I want to eat all that chocolate. Cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's awesome. my first one. I love it. Great, great first one to kick it off. And uh, I will jump into my first one, which is uh, Martin Scorsese's 1990 film, Goodfellas. Oh, Ooh, I got that one too, David. Do you? Okay, yeah. great. We might have a little crossover in here because, yes. I mean, some of these are just such classics. But, yeah. um, you know, Paulie cutting the garlic in, in yes, prison with the, the razor. That, that oh, was so one of good. mine. So good. Uh, and then also, not just the uh, the prison scene, which I mean, there's so much great stuff to, to them making the food in prison, but also the uh, the scene with the grandma is another great food yes. moment within that same film. Uh, but yeah, just an absolute classic as far as uh, mob movies go and Scorsese movies and all of those people that were in it. And uh and and as a food movie, it really holds up. It's got so much to it, you know. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's absolutely a classic, and I think every respect. Yeah, and then uh, if you're a big fan of Martin Scorsese, what um, like me, if you watch all his movies, he has a lot of food related oh, yeah. scenes, like The Irishman, where that where um. Joe Pesci's character talks about that hot dogs. Remember all the time he keeps mentioning the hot dogs, the hot dogs, the hot dogs, you know? Yeah, and I also, yeah. yeah, and I oh, I also picked Goodfellas because of that scene, how it's funny how like the mafia in jail ate better than most people outside of prison, you know? Yeah. Well, Italians and food, I mean, they they love their food. That's for sure. Exactly, <laughs> I, yeah. I love uh, also in The Irishman uh, when you first meet Bobby Cannavale's character and he's eating that steak and he's just like, so he's devouring yes. that steak. He yeah. 
Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> like, and and the reason why I picked this film is because it kind of reminds me like of my family. Like, food is so important mm -hmm. to us, and it's just like. Like even when they get out of prison, they they hold all the family gets together, makes a big meal, you know. Mm -hmm. So food is really relatable to many families, you know. Like my family, my dad every Tuesday spends all day cooking, and he has wow. and he has his specialties of like when he makes he makes tongue tacos, and he has his way of making tongue taco his specialty. Just like each one of these guys, like. Uh, Polly had um, the garlic, you know, Jimmy had the tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, so like everybody has their own little thing that they do and they take pride into doing it, you know? What's your part in the, uh, in the Barajas family cooking? Eating it. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. That, <laughs> Just that eating it. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, I think my, my dad does all the cooking. So it's, yeah. yeah and it's really good. And, and that's something, that's why I picked this movie also because it just reminds me of my family like what brings families together food you know yeah. and like that's something that reminds me a lot like not just with my dad but like my when my grandma was alive my aunts and uncles like Christmas Thanksgiving everybody brings so many different things you know and and it's just kind of like like the Italians yeah Absolutely. I, I'm sitting here wondering, uh, as the producer of All Rice, No Beans, how I could get uh, some kind of delivery of your dad's food. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's sad because we haven't even done those, you know? It's yeah. uh, because everybody is separate, so yeah. I can't wait for those Taco Tuesdays. And yes, we're Mexican, David, and we still have Taco Tuesdays. Nice. Well, <laughs> Got, uh, who doesn't love that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got for your next pick? Okay. So for my next one, and of course I had to pick this one or my Latina car gets taken away. <laughs> I did 1997 Selena. Nice. Yeah. So it's directed by Gregory Nava and, of course, and it's uh, produced by Abe Quintanera, who is Selena's dad. And of course, um, Jennifer Lopez is in it. Edward James Olmos and uh, John Cita. And uh, obviously this is the story of Selena, the Tejano singer from like from mm -hmm. her start, the story of her dad also, how he got into music and all that stuff. So m the scene that I picked is the pizza scene. Okay. So it's, it's uh, Selena meets Chris, her husband, and they like make him over and stuff. And like, so she starts talking to him, making sure how everything's okay. And she invites him to go eat. So I mm -hmm. picked this scene because I feel like it's uh, relatable in the sense that, first of all, like as a woman, you can like, you can be like, I can be proud to be like, yeah, I can eat a medium pizza all by myself too. And I love pizza. <laughs> and she's like not embarrassed to eat in front of like the guy who she has a crush on, you know, like, because... Nowadays, that doesn't exist anymore. You know, like when you go out to eat on a date, you're not, girls shouldn't order salads. I mean, if that's not what you're into, you shouldn't be embarrassed to eat, you know? Sure. And so I picked the scene because it's so relatable. Um, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of a cool scene because that's their, like the kind of their first date and they're like sharing food together. They're, she's, you know, like they have something relatable with food and um, you see like the real her. You know, like she likes to eat junk food, pizza. She can, that's what she loves um, to do. And like 
also is kind of like they have that connection because at a point he also takes out his hot sauce. Like he mm -hmm. has, he carries hot sauce with him and puts it on his pizza, which is also <laughs> relatable because I do that, you know, Nice. or like there's people who take their ranch with them. So something that's like you take stuff with you that, you know, you're going to eat like in your purse or in your bag or in your car, you like, that's how important food is, you know? Yeah. And that's dedication. Exactly. Yeah. And it's something <laughs> like, it's kind of cool because it's just like. That's how I kind of see, like, if I'm going to go out with a guy, first of all, my number one thing is, is um, they have to like sushi and they can do all you can eat. If nice. no, buy next, you know? So I kind of <laughs> feel like that's relatable to Selena because like, imagine he was just like, oh, she eats, she eats a lot or he's like, they don't enjoy themselves. I don't think it, the relationship would have worked. For sure. So food sure. and dating and meeting is like a big thing. And I feel like this scene of Selena uh, explains it or like it's so relatable. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I haven't seen Selena since, uh, I don't know, since probably like high school or something. So I, I don't 100% remember the scene, but I, I think that's great. And the fact that it could uh, lead the way into talking about, you know, bringing hot sauce with yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, awesome. it's, and it's actually funny because I also picked this movie because, like I said, it kind of goes back to me because I kind of I remember the first time I saw this movie. And it's actually pretty funny because it was my grandma who's passed away now um, my mama cello and she mm -hmm. actually uh took me my sister celeste my sister erica and my brother javier we walked to the dollar theater where now it's like on you know pecos mcleod and desert yeah Inn. there yep. were the 99 cent store there used to be back in the day a 99 cent theater mm -hmm. so my grandma took us walking there and we saw it, but the best part of it is that my grandma made like little burritos and she made us sneak them inside. So we're like eating burritos while watching that movie. So, you know, it like <laughs> nice. go back, it goes back to the food and like relating it uh, uh, to me and like memories. So that's why I picked uh, Selena. You know what? Uh, totally unrelated, but I saw Armageddon there the year I moved to Los Angeles. Oh, really? Vegas. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think that place closed a few months later. Uh, <laughs> it was a cool theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice well uh i will go on to my next pick which uh you're talking about dating and all that fits in quite well with this one um and this is a movie that i definitely haven't seen since i was a kid uh but there was just recently a remake of it on disney plus that i've been meaning to get around to watching uh it is lady and the tramp the disney mm. animated movie and <laughs> specifically the spaghetti kiss scene between the two dogs which I, uh, I'm not even the biggest animated movie guy in the world, but I mean, that scene is just so freaking iconic. And yes. of course, as you know, I'm such a dog person. So yes. I just, I think it's so awesome. Oh, you know? yes. <laughs> did you see the, uh, the, the remake that they just no. did? No. No, I don't I gotta tell watch me that. they're real dogs. Well, it's like, you know how, uh, yeah. Like Lion King, dogs. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they made them at least look like real dogs, but I don't know. I, I heard it's not very good, but I, I still want to watch it just because I love dogs. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's a, a bit of a silly one, but I had to include it. <laughs> yeah, but it is uh, uh, an iconic scene and, and it's 
so many ways. Like even the Simpsons did one. Remember uh, yeah. <laughs> when Santa's little helper like meets the the girl dog <laughs> and like they do that scene, but instead of like doing the kiss, they like fight over the yeah the, like, yeah. <laughs> so like everybody like recreates it, you know. So it is pretty pretty epic. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, what do you got for your next one? Okay. So my next one, another relatable to me is 2004, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I almost put this on my list. I'm glad you did. (laughs) (laughs) So of course, everybody knows the story about Harold and Kumar. They get super high Mm -hmm. and they, while they're getting high, they see like um, a commercial for White Castle. And of course, they get the munchies. And they go on this adventure to get the White Castle burgers, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, the scene, the final, the iconic scene is finally when they make it and they order a bunch of food. Obviously, after, after watching it again, I kind of have like, a, I'm kind of disappointed because at this point, they're not high anymore. I mean, I know they're <laughs> hungry, but like, I would have enjoyed if they had like a little like, hidden one hitter hidden and they're like they take a hit each or one or two hits and then they go in and enjoy it that yeah. would have meant more to me because as a proud pothead i have <laughs> had these adventures you know shout out to my cousin adi who was when i was young she was my high buddy and we used to get super high and go to taco bell and stuff like that and we were like do all these crazy shit so it reminds me a lot about when i was young and got into marijuana the first time Hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I love this kind of movie too. not just a stoner movie, but like uh, uh, where, where they're just like on on this weird journey where they meet all kinds of crazy people. And there's like, you know, all these like strange happenings that happen throughout and they they get like sidetracked on all these little misadventures and stuff. I just love this kind of movie and the fact that it centers around trying to get white castle burger classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah it's just a great scene and how much they eat and enjoy it like that's how any person who has the munchies their faces that they make while they're eating anything you know it's 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 classic well speaking of munchies you're gonna love my next pick okay uh, <laughs> it is also a stoner classic it is the 1998 film half baked yes uh, and uh you don't even really see the food in this scene but it's uh jim brewer's character brian uh listing off all of the munchies that they should get in their food run um and it actually i didn't even think about this until right now but it kind of uh is a little bit reminiscent of right now during quarantine when we do a grocery store run mm-hmm. what it kind of, what it kind of feels like but him just listing off all the stuff he wants sour cream and onion chips beef jerky peanut butter Haagen-Dazs ice cream Ooh. popcorn graham crackers uh the marshmallows, the little marshmallows, and the little chocolate bars. So you can make s'mores, man. You know? <laughs> like it's just the list goes on and on. And then he finally goes to the store and ends up feeding it all to a horse. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just that list of food is so freaking funny and uh, very reminiscent of my early twenties. Let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That reminds me of my last week when I did yeah. my grocery list. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. So just, uh, just such a such a, a great classic, and uh, just so funny. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. 
So good. And Ben and Jerry's has a really good um, ice cream, uh, like dedicated to them. It's called Have Baked, and it has like oh, brown, really? yeah, and it has like brownies and uh, cookie dough pieces. Mm. Yeah, Just take a hit out of a bong after that and eat that. You're in heaven. Wow, done that before well, many times. I'm on my my whole keto diet, but they do make keto ice cream, the Rebel Ooh. brand, and it's so good. Cookie dough. Uh, Ooh, ice cream yeah, is so good. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Can't have that one, but I can have my Rebel. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got next? Okay. So my final movie, because uh, I had uh, The Goodfellas, um, mm-hmm. and I picked this one because obviously we're where you are right now you just like i you have to reminisce of all the things that it's crazy like how you're like man i remember when i used to go to like the movie theaters you know Mm -hmm. and like how i much i miss that so my last movie is kind of like a um like a thing for what i used to love to do and was actually the last movie that i saw at my favorite theater the eclipse and david Mm -hmm. i've told you about this theater that's in downtown and yeah. the food in that theater, I have seen some really bad movies just to eat there. Like the food <laughs> is insanely good. I love that theater, the Eclipse Theater on downtown. Yeah. Um, hopefully one day we can have them on my All Rice No Beans podcast. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. So the last movie I saw there was Parasite, 2019's Parasite. Nice. And obviously, of course, it's directed by Bong Joon-ho, and it's about like a lower class family, the Kin family. Um, it's a mom, a dad, a sister, and a brother, and they like make. Um, they have a. They live in like a, you know, lower class uh, t- uh, neighborhood. They mm-hmm. make pizza boxes to <laughs> get money, and then um, Ki Wu, I think that's his name, right? The son. Uh, yeah, gets an, so. gets a, a job offer to be a tutor for a wealthy family. He goes in, he sees like how rich they are, and he like tries to scheme into having the rest of his family be a part of it. And basically, a lot of crazy shit goes down. It's a really mm-hmm. good movie. I enjoyed it. And of course, my scene is the Ram Don scene where like uh, they're the family goes camping, and so the fa- um, the the rich family the um, what are they're called the parks right parks yeah yes the parks family goes camping so they have a the kims have a, a party and they're like getting drunk and eating all this stuff and then all of a sudden the miss kim calls and she's like hey do you know how to make some ramdan for my son and she makes it so that's kind of like a warning for telling them that they're coming back you know for her mm-hmm. And so she makes it for them and it's so it looks so good like the noodles and the beef you know, mm-hmm. but it's also like I also like kind of researched the scene because obviously the director put the scene into the movie to kind of say like no matter what class you are, low or high or rich or poor, everybody eats everything. You know, like yeah. so, uh, what you would think like ramen noodle is cheap, like ten cents a pack, even the rich people eat that you know and that's sure. relatable to anything like no matter how much money you have you'll eat pizza you'll eat mcdonald's you'll eat chips you know so it's kind of relatable yeah and it just brings me back to memories to how much i miss the eclipse theater 
Yeah, for sure. That that place is very cool. That's actually where we saw the Irishman. Uh, yeah, me really too. Yeah, they opened it there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, great pick and great theater and yeah, great movie. <laughs> yeah, and and, and it also reminded me um, that it's this. I also picked this scene because of the way she eats the noodles, like how mm-hmm. you slurp it, like how she's slurping it, and like oh, yeah, yeah, and it's also like that's another thing about food is like you're not there's also some types of food there's a way that you have to eat it you cannot Mm -hmm. eat ramen if you don't slurp it you know right right and even though she's high class she's slurping it because that's how you eat it yeah man i miss ramen actually now yeah about it since being in quarantine uh there's a couple of places i like to go and yeah can't get it right now me too (laughs) because it doesn't really i don't know if it holds up delivery i've never tried but um i think you kind of have to go yeah atmosphere you know damn all right well i will go on to my uh next pick which is uh john favreau's 2014 film chef uh, mm-hmm. and the scene where him and John Leguizamo are making those Cuban sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, do those look amazing. Uh, and the way that they go through it step by step and how to make it like absolutely perfect and how, you know, it's just kind of ingrained in the culture and in, uh, you know, in making that perfect version of that sandwich and how it's got to be, uh, it's got to be done the right way because it's not just about you know the ingredients, but it's the the presentation. It's the it's everything that goes into it for making just this perfect, uh, perfect sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that sandwich did look amazing. It's it's so good. That whole movie is filled with so much good food. Yeah, uh, and it's so relatable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how John Favreau. I mean, he, he's a bigger guy, but I don't, I don't know how he's not even bigger with being around all the food. He seems. <laughs> <laughs> seems to like to be around uh to to dedicate you know a year or whatever of your life to making a movie like that he must uh yeah must love his food <laughs> that's um, true so i uh so you said that was your last one yes so i will go into my last one then i'm one one ahead of you because of the whole goodfellas uh overlap um and this is actually i cheated a little bit and i tied three scenes from two movies from the same director okay so uh, it is a Tarantino trio, uh, and in it we've got first of all, of course, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. We got the five dollar milkshake. Ooh, and, yes, <laughs> and we have the Big Kahuna Burger. Um, both <laughs> are just incredibly iconic scenes. Uh, the five dollar milkshake, of course, with John Travolta and Uma Thurman, and uh, you know, I, he just has to see what makes it a five dollar milkshake, and it's pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> and then Samuel Jackson with the Big Kahuna Burger and just totally intimidating the shit out of those little low-level criminals, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so it's just such a fantastic scene, but both of them are just such fantastic scenes and such a great movie. And then the other one uh, is Inglorious Bastards uh, with the scene with uh, Hans Landa. Again, more intimidation going on, uh, intimidating Shoshana, uh, making her wait to to try the strudel they've got to have the uh they got to wait for the cream to put on it and you can't eat it until you get the cream <laughs> yes. and then he's just enjoying the hell out of it and then just puts his cigarette out on it which just is just the perfect ending for that scene where it's just like he's just mind gaming her to hell like it's just 
it's fantastic. That character is just one of the best characters in movies. And that scene is just so damn uh, intense and just tense, really. Yeah. It's so damn tense, you know? Uh, Tarantino does that. And I'm sure if I was to take a minute out, I could probably find some more great food scenes in Tarantino movies. He just, he, it, feet and food are his two big things yeah i heard about the feet thing that's yeah. weird <laughs> so, so the, the, that is my uh my final picks are those tarantino moments uh do you ha do you have any you know honorable mentions anything you thought about including yeah um well actually i was going to because i kind of i kind of knew that there was going to be one movie that maybe both of us would have chosen mm -hmm. but obviously the good Goodfellas is really good um, mm -hmm. and it has so many food scenes but I also was thinking of my list and it's um, I don't know the year of it because I didn't I said I took it out but it's mm -hmm. um, Keenan and Kel the uh, Good Burger the whole movie oh Good Burger I haven't mm -hmm. seen that since high school yeah so <laughs> I actually saw it a few days ago um, because I was trying to think of movies and I just remember being young and always seeing that movie and always being like, I want a burger after that. Mm. And like <laughs> just the whole restaurant business side, how like another, uh, another like burger joint comes and like takes over and like they plan together to take it down. Like to me, it's just like so relatable. And it's like obviously a good classic from our childhood, you know, we're like nineties kids, right? Sure. Nickelodeon and, and uh, Keenan and Kel. So I had Good Burger in my list. Nice. I, I like that. That's a that's a, a great one. Uh, I had a couple uh, honorable mentions to bring up. Um, first of all, the food fight scene in Animal House. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> total classic comedy moment. Uh, also, Mar uh, Marie Antoinette, all the desserts oh, in, yeah. in that movie. Incredible. And then lastly... Uh, uh, a tie between the egg sandwiches in Spanglish and Birds of Prey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two amazing looking uh, egg sandwiches in movies that are, you know, pretty good, but the sandwiches look really good. Yes. And I, oh, I actually, I actually had another movie that I was, because I love this movie, um, Uncle Buck. Remember that movie, David? Uncle yeah. Buck? I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. And he like makes bre breakfast for the kids that he's taking care of. And he makes a huge pancake, like where oh, he has yeah. to get a like two like snow shovels to flip it over. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. That's awesome. I forgot about that. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, and, and then I had one uh, suggestion from Gina I almost included on my list, which was the Jiffy Pop scene in the first Scream movie. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, I think, definitely an iconic food moment. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I think this was a great list. We we listed out a, a lot of great movies: Matilda, Goodfellas, uh, Selena, Lady and the Tramp. Just lots of really good stuff. Classic food moments. This was a lot of fun, Stephanie. Yeah, it was. It was so much fun, and it brought like good memories back. And obviously, it was fun to rewatch these movies. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I feel like if we wanted to, we could do another yeah. list of movies like this. But but uh, this is it. This is a great jumping off point. If anybody needs a good uh, appetite stimulant, watch these movies and, <laughs> and you yes. will get nice and hungry. Uh, so why don't you tell people about uh, All Rice No Beans? 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, All Rice, No Beans is a podcast all about restaurants. You know, I've been in the restaurant business my whole life. So isn't I get to interview amazing uh, restaurant owners, plus my dad, who is the owner of Lindo Michoacan, to learn his story. Um, we have 10 episodes right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously, uh, we're going to do more when this is when all this is done and over with. And yep. it's just, um, yeah, it's food related. Like anything in life is food brings uh, families together, people together. So that was kind of like my 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 goal. And yeah, you can. I'm on um, Apple Podcast, Spotify. I'm on all social media at All Rice No Beans. And yeah. Absolutely. Everybody, I've been telling you to check it out for a while, but if you haven't yet, check out All Rice No Beans. Uh, it is a fantastic show, and I'm really proud of the work that uh, Stephanie and I have been doing on it, and I can't wait to get back to recording more episodes of it once this whole thing is over with. Uh, but um, Stephanie, I, this was great. Thank you so much for doing it. And, no, thank uh, you for having me. I'm 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 honored to be in piecing it together. You know, I love this podcast, oh, David. Thank you and I'm so not just much. I'm not just saying that because you're my producer, but I really do love it. And it's a really cool concept of taking a movie and like seeing what other movies uh, made that director producer come up with the new movie. You know, so like yeah. you're piecing it together from other movies, which is true. You know, like yeah, in anything, absolutely. like they get ideas from other movies, just like anything else. And it's a really good um, show, like. You learn so much uh, and you appreciate other movies, which that's why I love listening to it because I listening to it because of that one movie that you're you're going to talk about. But then you remind me of other movies that I want to watch again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I hadn't even thought of this before we started recording, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell you something that I have never told my listeners before. But uh, when I first started this podcast and I was coming up with like the name and the theme and all that kind of stuff, do you know that the first idea I had was to call it Check the Recipe? And it was the same idea of what things, you know, what other movies mix together. But instead of it being puzzle pieces, it was like, you know, like food related, mixing the foods together. That was like my my concept. And then I don't know what made me decide to change it, but I decided to change it to to puzzles. And so I ended up changing it to piecing it together. But yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. How about that? (laughs) That's funny. So uh, everyone listening out there, that's some trivia for you. Maybe we'll do a contest (laughs) or something. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you, Stephanie, so much for being here. Uh, This was great. No, thank you. So that's today's episode of All Rice, No Beans. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we would love to know how you liked the episode. So please leave us a review and five stars on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at All Rice, No Beans. Instagram at All Rice No Beans Podcast and Facebook at All Rice No Beans. And please, listeners, I would love to know what are some of your favorite restaurants.
And if you're a restaurant owner and would like to be on a future episode, get in touch with me at allricenobeanspodcast at gmail.com. And all points west. 